cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, got a couple of new intros. We will be combining those two intros to one solid intro uh, to change up the uh, long-running Redfish Chuck slash Monday Night Kickoff show. We will now have two co-hosts to the show. I'm glad if you guys weren't listening last week, I'm very pleased to announce that my good buddy Pepe Vidal has also agreed to join us here on the ranks along with Alan Ryland at the uh, at the show. So looking forward to getting some uh, great information out of both of those guys throughout the uh, next couple of, uh, well, hopefully for the next few years. We'll see where it goes, man. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself as far as where the show will end up in a few years, but yeah, you know, it's uh, definitely a, a match I think is, was destined to happen anyhow. Uh, we've got some uh, some great chemistry between the three of us fishing together and everything else, so hopefully we can translate that into good quality radio for you guys. So with that being said, Mr. Alan Ryland. What's up, man? What's going on, buddy? Nice intro. I like that. I'm not yeah. bad. Sorry I, uh, sorry I bugged out on you last week. Duty called with work, so uh, couldn't no, make it. No, no worries, man. It happens. It happens. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got to thank Matt Trucks, also known as Yak Chum, for those intros. Uh, he did those for us, and uh, we'll have the revised version for our show for the with both y'all's names in it for next week's show. As Matt Trucks just told me there on Facebook. Appreciate it, buddy. And uh, folks, real quick, if you don't know about our oh wait, damn, look at me, I'm already forgetting about Pevy. What's up, brother? What's up, man? You already forget you about me, huh? <laughs> Peppy just got back from his uh, from a vacation. He went out on a cruise, man, and and uh, Alan and I uh, went and did some fishing with our good buddy Wade Hollowell. Of course, you guys know Wade. He's there in the chat room as the engineer. Uh, Wade put on a clinic, to say the least. Um, definitely owned us. But uh, how was the vacation, bro? Was it good? It was awesome, man. Uh, do you, first do you time remember? We did Oh, I remember everything except for Saturday night, man. <laughs> Saturday night, man, was the one, you know, the one night, you know, went up, went, you know, we only did a four-day cruise, went to Nashville and stayed over in Nashville and um, and ended up my Saturday afternoon, ended up in Senor Frogs, and that is it. That's all I remember from Saturday on. That's it. I do not remember the rest of the night. So... <laughs> It wow. was one of those, man. It was, yeah, it was, 
It was, uh, let me tell you, man, it was it was fun, man. It was fun, but I was feeling it the next day on Sunday. But other than that, man, the cruise was awesome. It was great. And my wife and I were able to get away from the, you know, get away from the hustle and bustle. And the kids, you know, first vacation we really take like that in about, what, four years since the kids were born. So it was good. It was good. It was awesome. Can't complain, you know. Sat on a poker table for about two hours, made about 160 bucks in about two hours, and got out. So I came out on top too. So <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, man. <laughs> very cool, yep. very cool. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, man. It's good to have you back. Uh, we definitely missed you out there on the water this past weekend. Um, as you said, Wade put on a clinic. He uh, was throwing a little something different, something I haven't never tried. I may pick one up here. Short. Well, he gave me one to try, so I will have to do that. But the uh, the DOA Airhead was the uh, hot ticket for uh, Mr. Wade while we were out there. He got himself a 19-inch redfish with a 28-inch redfish and uh, a pretty respectable South Mosquito Lagoon tarp and all the way to the boat, leader in hand for a second. Um, Alan, do you want to describe the uh, the events leading up to uh, the leader in hand with uh, Wade? Because well, you, you do a much better job you know of describing what? it than I do. I, I, I know. I, I wish we had a sound effect for it, like a rattlesnake or something. But um, yeah, I, I gotta take the, <laughs> I gotta I gotta take the blame for it because uh, I know we both paddled up within very close proximity away trying to fight a tarpon out of a kayak. That was probably I don't know at least what ten twelve pound tarpon maybe something like that. Yeah, at least yeah, at least he was a good yeah. he was a good size. Yeah. Oh yeah, double digit for sure. So. Uh, of course, we, uh, you know, being that I had not caught anything all day long, and uh, uh, you know, Wade already had, Wade already had two redfish, one of which was overslot. Um, you had your little incident there with a, a nice sized pig, I'm sure. And I hadn't caught anything, so of course I had to get up close to Wade and kind of heckle him. So I think that was the reason he was uh, shaking like a leaf, trying to get that lipper tool in that tarpon's mouth, because uh, I think he got everywhere around its mouth, but in its mouth, to uh, get <laughs> I heard he it rattling in the eye a couple of times, too. Yeah, he's, he's trying to put the lipper tool in the eye, and I think he went for the dorsal one time, and uh, I don't know, <laughs> beat the poor tarpon to death. But no, he was, uh, might have been a little bit of nerves, but I don't know, it was, uh, we had a good time, it was quite amusing, so there, there, there is no photos of said tarpon that Wade caught, but he, uh, <laughs> He got the leader. He got the leader touch. He got the lip touch, the gill touch, the eye touch. Uh, every every touch, though, other other than the fish in hand. So <laughs> it was good. That was the highlight of the day for sure. That was, it was cool. It was, yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely a funny event. However, um, I felt I felt bad for Wade because, as Wade had said, it was one of the uh, one of the biggest. Well, it was the biggest tarpon at that point he'd ever caught from a kayak. So we definitely. Yeah. We're hoping to get some hero shots of it real quick, but uh, unfortunately it didn't happen. The fish shook its head and threw the hook, and as tarpon tend to do. But uh, it was a good day. Yeah, I, I had a couple unfortunate incidents. Uh, again, as you guys know who listen to the show on a regular basis, I, I have a love-hate relationship with weedless hooks, and that uh, that continues. And so I found some fish early. Um Got on this one school and threw out in front of it, hooked the fish up, had him I thought I had him solidly buttoned. I I did the Kevin Van Dam bass 
master classic hook set and everything and uh fish swam right at me i saw him coming to me it was a solid slot size fish probably mid slot and uh dumped his nose down into the grass and shook his head around and threw the hook and then shortly thereafter and i mean pretty shortly thereafter i threw to another school of fish and as soon as the the jig hit the water i mean sorry the lure hit the water uh fish on and then fish off and he broke me off so haven't been broke off in quite a while it's definitely humbling um I don't. I didn't really know what to say after that. I was kind of upset with myself and down and whatever. And then watching Wade, like I say, put on a clinic there after that was pretty awesome. And uh, Wade's you know, on hold, by the way. Oh, is it? Well, put him on, man. Let's get, Wade's let's on, get Wade. Wade, Wade's on. Well, actually, Wade's on hang hold. on. Hang on. Leave Wade right. on hold for just a second. Let's uh, real quick. We got to run to a couple of things uh, before we get our guest for the evening on, um, Mr. Andrew Stern from. Bending Branches Paddles, who will be joining us here shortly. Um, but we'll get to Wade in just a second. I want to hit this commercial break, and we'll be back. Give me the flaccid dawn with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Yeah. And get ready for some magic. What an awesome piece, man. I got one. Oh, Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Boondoggle? What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle is just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself. Bring your family. Heck, bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care. Just get to a boondoggle. Check out yakangler.com boondoggle for more information. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. All right. Well, after that being said, of course, uh, for those of you that might not know what a boondoggle is, you may live underneath a rock and never heard of it before. The boondoggle is coming. We are, dude, we're like six weeks out from the boondoggle. I'm getting super excited about it. Up in Perdillo Key at, at Big Lagoon State Park, the park itself is completely sold out unless you have a buddy who is going and you can jump on their campsite. You'll have to find alternate alternative places to stay. This is going to be one not to miss for sure because uh, I don't know. I'm not real sure where boondoggers are going from here on through. So you, you definitely want to be at this one for sure. So um, we're going to have a vendor village. I know the likes of Hobie Kayaks and Native kayaks are going to be there, new canoe. Um, there's going to be a bunch of different vendors there, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Come on out. I think we're already expecting over 400 people, if not more, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be great, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, definitely not one to miss, like I say. So uh, but with that being said, let's jump over to Wade real quick. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Hey. How's it going, man? It's going, brother. <laughs> Hey, I had a great time out there with you guys, man. You put me on the fish, man. I ain't been out to Edie Creek in over 30 years, man, and that was fishing from the shore. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, man. It's been a long time since I've been there too, and uh, but that place never seems to fail me as far as a place where you can at least go and see them. You know, might not always eat, but at least you can go and see them. Well, just going out there and the, and the few places we hit, there's uh, it seems like there's a lot more places to explore out there. I'll be hitting that again for sure. Oh, yeah, before, before I go on, I just want to say a uh, bro handshake with leg bro handshake <laughs> with leg curl. <laughs> With leg curl, my God, <laughs> help us all. Yeah, I, uh, that uh, that lipper I was using on that tarper, it's in the garbage can now. I went and bought another lipper. Yeah, that one, don't, that don't one lost say its teeth, man. Don't say it's broken. It's not broken. It, uh, it was loosening <laughs> up on me. It was loosening up on Whatever. me. Whatever. Okay. That's the one I, that right. was one I was using down there in Wabasa with Peppy, and the mm. and it popped open, and that breadfish come off that I couldn't score for that tournament. Imagine that. That was a. Uh, yeah, man. So that one's in the trash can now. I got me a new liver. No more fails, brother. No more fails. I'm sitting here with this DOA head in front of me writing up a product review. Not that I'm that much of a writer, though. Hey, no, that's but, uh, awesome, man. Who who are you doing that review for? Uh, the Fisherman's Journal. Nice. Our good friend Daryl Bars is there in Daytona. Daryl Bars, he uh, Facebook friended me, and, I, and uh, I'm going to write up a product review. I've had uh, uh, quite a bit of luck with this thing lately. I used it down there with Bass, so the tournament was getting fish on. I, you know, I'm still using my Chris Sensi Slayer baits. I used them uh, earlier this week, and uh, out there in the No Motor Zone is working for me. But uh, I really like the action of this thing. It, uh, Good deal, man. Use it with that owner six ot uh, twist lock hook, lightweighted. Uh, three thirty seconds of an ounce hook, and uh, and uh, cut that tail at about a thirty degree angle a little bit, and it, uh, you can work it all kinds of different ways. And you yeah, saw you showed me. You, do, you know. Yeah, yeah, you showed it to me, man. You threw it past me and watched. You let me uh, see how you work it. It's almost like a topwater plug. You kind of drop it down low and kind of just roll it. I mean, that's obviously it works, man. I, I mean, I'm witness to seeing that you caught fish on it for sure, and, and especially that tarpon. I couldn't believe that tarpon ate it. That was crazy. Yeah, well, I like trying up using different things, you know. I'm the, we all swear by the slayer baits. I mean, we all catch hundreds of fish with the slayer baits, and I've been using the uh, that uh, what is it, uh, Live Strong? Those uh, those baits. What is what is uh, the uh, trying to think of that that mullet? That's an expensive lure. I've used that time to time. Caught a couple of reds and trout on it. And I saw this DOA, and then it was an interesting looking bait. I ain't never seen anything that really looked like it. And uh, somebody suggested using one of those owner hooks at the at the uh, fish shop I was in, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to give it a try," you know. And and uh, it works. It's not a, it's not a uh, quiet bait. You saw how <laughs> loud of a splash it makes when it hits the water. Yeah, it sounds like a mullet a head. Make it sound, makes makes it sound like a mullet hitting the water, you know. So you throw it in there and you count a couple of seconds to to get any fish's attention that heard that noise once you come investigate, and then you start working it and. It seems to be working so far. Yeah, man, proof is in I the mean, pudding. I, you caught fish and we didn't. Yes, we did. Well, you said uh, we could only. Wait, that what? may work, but if we could only find a way of you landing those fish. That's exactly right. <laughs> right? Yeah, I got. Well, out there, well, down there, I hooked up a few fish that jumped off. Hey, I got. I got <laughs> that same bait. I broke. I broke off. I, I broke off that big fish, whatever the heck it was. But you know, it's all my fault. It ain't the bait's fault. It's the fisherman's fault. I got. Uh, <laughs> I got the answer to your problems, Wade. What's that? An ego net. 
There you, there you go. go. You know, every yeah, time I'm uh, down there, uh, Harry. Every time I'm down, <laughs> every time I'm down there, Harry Goods, <laughs> I look at his ego nets, and the one I want, he, he, he. I guess as soon as he gets it in, he sells it out. I want that short one, you know. He's got well, the longer ones. Hey, I've every got. Time I've I go got in there, Hey, I've got an extra one, man. You're more than welcome to borrow it until you get one. There you go. I uh down there with Basso. Peppy's only told me probably three or four hundred times. You need a net, Wade. You need a net because I had fish up a couple times that uh, I lost to the side. <laughs> oh, especially during tournaments, man. I would I, I couldn't fish a, a tournament without having a net in the boat, man. Exactly. I tell you, yeah. I don't. I don't normally don't. I normally do not take a net with me when it's a regular day out fishing just to fish. Tournaments, tournament. You would not see me out there on a tournament without a net. You would not well, see me out there without a net. Well, to be I fair, mean, most of the fish that Peppy catches during tournaments don't fit in nets. <laughs> that, that, that's, yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. Hey, yeah, and uh, Tammy, I uh, I lost the fish, but I didn't break off this time. We left that to Chuck this time. It's usually me that breaks off. <laughs> Tammy's in there with yeah. uh, Wade lost the fish. Yeah, what's Let's funny is uh, I was using the the traditional, uh, I, I I just call it just my normal rig. I guess it was a ten pound braid tied to fifteen pound monofilament leader. And after breaking off, I was like, the heck with this. I switched up to thirty pound leader. I was like, I'm not breaking off again. But uh, and and that just it didn't matter at that point. I caught one dink trout trolling back to the back to the ramp, wishing that I catch yeah. something so that I wouldn't get skunked for the day. Using the Flores method. The Flores method, of course. Except the only difference is, <laughs> like Peppy, Flores catches fish that don't fit in nets when he trolls. Yeah, I've done that uh, trolling before, just uh, putting a pole in a pole holder and stuff like that. But I'm. Uh, Half the time it gets fouled up around the end of the pole or gets bit off by a, a puffer fish or something like that, or you catch a dink trout. Right. I've caught a couple of reds a couple of times doing that, but, but uh, it's just uh, sometimes more trouble than it's worth, you know? Yeah. Well, hey, check it out. Go ahead. Yeah. I didn't know if you saw our, our guest was uh, waiting yep. on the phone lines there. Yeah, okay. I'm going to him right now. So, um, wait, hang on Mr. the line. Bending branches? Yes, no, man. I'm not bending branches. I was using my angler ace the other day. Except when you, you were hey. towing, when you were to, uh, towing us. <laughs> <laughs> hang on the line, Wade. Don't hang up, buddy. Stay stay in the conversation. This is good. Uh, for right. those of you that don't know Mr. Andrew Stern, Andrew Stern is a part of Bending Branches. Uh, if you don't know who Bending Branches is, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. Uh, they are, without a doubt, one of the more popular paddle companies in paddle sports. Um, they make some of the most beautiful kayak paddles i'm very proud to be a part of their pro staff as well as uh mr alan ryan there peppy are you on the team too i think so i'm i'm on aquabound oh yeah the same yeah same same company company. i'm aquabound yep Yep. bending branches aquabound and uh you know what's really cool about uh the bending branches and aquabound products is there's a, a paddle for every price point starting somewhere in around 50 60 bucks going all the way up to 300 uh so uh without further ado our guest tonight, Mr. Andrew Stern. How are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Doing good. What's going on? Good to have you, man. What's up, Andrew? It's How you doing, Andrew? I'm good, guys. It's good to be here. Happy to field some questions and uh, offer my experience and do what I can to give some advice to some guys. I appreciate the appreciate you guys having me on. 
I got three pro staffers all running the show, so that's a pretty cool thing. Appreciate uh, appreciate what you guys got going on. Yeah, man. Thank you, Andrew. We appreciate all the support that you guys show, uh, not just us, but the entire kayak fishing community, man. So it's really cool. Yeah. You guys make my job easy, so I appreciate it. Now, send it right, send it right was, back was, to you. Just going to say, Andrew, if, uh, you know, every, I think every tournament that we have had here locally uh, that I've been affiliated with or, or we've fished or, you know, just ones that we hear about, we see posted, I mean, it's, you know, Bending Branches Aquabound brand is, is everywhere. I mean, they, they step up for every tournament, every event. Yeah. Um, you know, very genuinely support the sport of kayak fishing, and, uh, yeah. you know, that that's awesome. I mean, we've, you know, Pepe and I and, and Chuck, we've had events, we've had demo days and everything, and, I mean, i, I got to say, we've uh, anytime we've come to you for anything that we need for any of our events, you've stepped up in a, in a really, really big way, so we all appreciate that. No, it's, it's, it's my pleasure, guys. Uh, you know, it's uh, we get a lot of tournament requests, and I think I've told you guys that, personally quite a bit just how many tournament requests we get a year um it's in the two three hundreds but uh wow. we do the best that we can to help you guys out show our support and you you know you guys work hard to represent our, our company and our brands and i feel it's my responsibility to return that favor and uh you know like i said you guys make my job easy so if you guys put on a tournament i know it's going to be done right i know it's going to be done well um and you know something we'll probably get into a little bit more later but just the, the importance of a paddle it's it's huge so, um, you know, do what I can. But uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, about the company itself for those that may not know it, and uh, those who may be on the fence of buying a uh, Bending Branches Rocklebound paddle. We've been building paddles for over 30 years, and uh, 32 years exactly. Um, started as Bending Branches, purchased Aquabound in 2008, brought their production from Canada into Wisconsin, where we make all of our product. Uh, that's the first thing that makes us different is we build everything in the U.S. So U.S. components, U.S. labor, um, just the quality that we put into our product is just superior to, to most everything you're going to get out there. Um, we always built the Slice Angler paddle. We started building that in 2004, and kayak fishing was still pretty immature at that time. But two years ago, 2011, uh, late uh, summer, early fall 2011, we really decided to invest big into kayak fishing, and we said, uh, basically, management told me to go find about 30 guys, 30 guys and girls that uh, knew what they were doing, figure out what they wanted in a, some kayak paddles, and uh, show some support in them, and then in return, uh, we'll provide the product that we that we feel could, could meet the needs of for what you guys want, and I spent, I don't know, you guys probably know better than I did, but I spent hundreds of hours on the phone with you guys just figuring out what it is you want, and what it is that we can provide as a paddle manufacturer, and uh, two years later, the sport's still growing like crazy. I heard something like 250,000 new kayak anglers in this past year. So it's uh, it's it's cool. We had the right product at the right time, sponsored the right people, and uh, our fishing series is, is growing like crazy. So it's been really good success for us. We're pretty happy with where we've gone. Um, as a company, we also make canoe paddles. We make whitewater paddles, stand-up paddles, pretty much everything you can think of. But uh, one of our biggest growth areas is uh, is in kayak fishing. So that's why uh, that's why I invest a lot of my time and energy into the sport that you guys love, and uh, that's why I do what I can to support your tournaments. So there's a little bit about me and a little bit about us and how we are where we are today. Very cool. How long have I, you been a, a paddle enthusiast? Uh, I took this job two and a half years ago. Um, I really got into kayaking really heavy when I took this job. 
I was a canoeist. I uh, picked up paddleboarding within the last year, and uh, unfortunately, my fishing skills aren't as good as the people that I hire. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I. Uh, I, I live vicariously through you guys and the f- photos you send me on a regular basis. So I see some questions filling in here. Do we make a 270-centimeter paddle? Uh, we do not, but we can custom make pretty much anything you ask for. Um, one of the benefits of our company is we only make paddles. That's it. You know, a lot of the companies in the industry, you know, paddles are a second thought. They, you know, they make kayaks or PFDs or you know, anything else, and then the, basically they sell a, a paddle just because it's an easy sale. But we have 50 employees who work 2,000 hours plus a year only on paddles. You know, so we figured it out pretty well, and I got the, got the formula dialed in really nicely, and I think that's what makes us such a good competitive uh, company when it comes to paddles. Um, I know this question comes up quite a bit, so I'll just get right to it. Why, why not just use a war club? Why upgrade and use a better quality paddle? There's a number of really important reasons, but the best example I can give is when I graduated college, I got really big into golf, and all my buddies and I were investing pretty heavily into golf. And they started buying nicer clubs and uh, really investing quite a bit in, in, in the sport, and I was a little hesitant. You know, I'm like, do I really need to invest the money? Like, I'm pretty athletic. I can figure this out. I don't need the nice clubs, right? All of a sudden, you notice they're driving the ball farther, Ball's going straighter. Uh, their their clubs have some, some give in them, so, you know, it's more tolerant if you make a mistake. And I just got sick of it. And all of a sudden, like in one weekend, two of my clubs broke. The heads popped off, you know. I'm like, all right, I'm going to invest the money, okay? This is just ridiculous. Not only that, it's embarrassing when they're talking about their brand of clubs and you don't even know what they're talking about. So I invested the money in club, bought some Titleist clubs, and my game completely nice. changed. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in paddling. You know, guys, it's you don't realize how big of a difference it makes to have just even a, a moderately better club. I'm not even talking about the two, three hundred clubs. Just even step up to 140 and just see what that does for your game. Because it's really not about the paddle. It's not about the kayak. It's not about anything. It's about the fish. But if the paddle is taking you away from being as, as enjoying the sport that you love, you know, then then that's where the problem lies. So. I'll uh, field some more questions, but I knew those were coming, so I figured I figured I'd get those Andrew, out of the way. Andrew, that's that's a great point that you're talking about. People don't realize how how much a paddle a paddle makes such a big difference. Some people think they could buy a you know just a regular thirty dollar paddle and be just fine with something like that, and they don't realize the difference between that paddle. It happens to me all the time. I'll give somebody one of my paddles, and I go, "Here, try this." And they just freak out when they see how light my paddle is and how that thing paddles compared to what they got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, think about it. You can spend that 30 bucks, but when it breaks, when you're in the middle of, of one of the best fishing experiences of your life or, you know, when you're enjoying time with your buddies or, you know, whatever, when, when something goes wrong, then what? And, and on top of that, you know it's going to break, so... Why wouldn't you just invest the money in a product that you don't have to worry about, that you can rely on, that you can beat up, and and just you know never have to worry about it for ten years? So that's that's the last thing. That's uh, that's why we invest in guys like you, because you know you got to spread that message. You know the the, the thirty dollar war club is going to get you a couple months, maybe a summer, but uh, when push comes to shove, you have no idea what you're missing until you hold somebody else's stick. That's right. 
I got a, a similar story because I've, I've I've been the same path when I first got into kayaking. I thought, you know what, a paddle's a paddle, so I'm just going to get a paddle. And I I spent you know forty fifty bucks or whatever paddle uh, you know came with a boat or whatever whatever that deal was. And I I tried it for a while and it it worked. And uh, then along came my uh, my Angler Pro I ordered. <laughs> And, uh, man, I mean, and Pepe, I know you can attest to that because we fished a couple big tournaments together, the uh, uh, the one down in the Everglades, the uh, Adventure World Classic. We put, what, uh, 30 miles, I think, in one day of fishing. And uh, the uh, the other tournament that we fished um, up here, you know, close to home, we put, you know, I, you know, in that tournament, put about 10 miles on my paddle that day using the Angler Pro, and there's there's just no way without a paddle like that you'd be able to do something like that. I mean, it just exactly. you know the weight of it, the the you know the the rigidity of blades and the weight of carbon fiber, it's just uh, unmatched. I mean, you can't can't do something like that with a uh, with a cheaper paddle for sure. So. Exactly. I mean, why why waste why waste your energy in paddling when you should be using that energy to get you know a better fishing experience? Right. That's what I tell right. people. You know. Exactly. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Andrew. Um, yep. Not all, not all of us are able to go to some of these big events like outdoor retailer or ICAST or, or whatever. Peppy, I got to mute you for a second, though. That's fine. Yeah. Sorry. Peppy's got three uh, triplets, man. So you just gotta we we gotta remember that sometimes. Um, and mine, luckily enough, are in bed. My children. So, but anyhow, um, did you guys come out with anything new at outdoor retailer? Or did you did you guys go have a booth there? I imagine you probably did. But I mean, did you have anything yeah, new? Yeah, we did. Uh, we extended the lengths of our fishing series. Now standard, without any increased cost at all, is going to be the two fifty, two sixty centimeter paddles just i mean with wow. all the new kayaks you know they're coming up six eight ten inches they're getting wider uh you know we had to uh we had to adapt so um standard 250 260 yeah it's uh yeah it's it's awesome so uh it's a lot a lot of support especially from some of our bigger accounts at uh, or they were just like finally you know <laughs> well you guys took too long we're like ah, we know it's it's not that simple and realistically, what we do is we take two shafts now instead of one. Uh, it's more expensive wow. process from our it's a more expensive process from our end, but uh, it, it is absolutely necessary. Um, as I see some comments here coming in, saying it's yeah. about time. But, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Um, this is kind of an off the wall question, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm probably going to get shot down. But have you guys ever thought about coming out with a line of uh, like kayak? Like other accessories that go along with propulsion, like say push poles. Yep, we absolutely have. We've uh, taken spent quite a bit of money in looking into that market and see what the opportunity there is. It's really competitive. It's uh, <laughs> it is really really competitive, and uh, we have a goal as a company to uh, reach a certain amount of sales. And uh, with what we have going on, with the people we have, and, and the dedication we have to paddles, we think we can reach the sales that we want to reach just focusing on paddles. So right. in the short term, we're going to continue focusing on what we do best. Right. Not deviate from from where we found success. You know, lose focus on paddles. We're going to stick with paddles for the time being, and then see where fishing goes in the next couple of years. 
I would not be surprised if we uh, expanded our line. But in the in the interim, uh, it's just it's just going to be paddles. And I saw gotcha. um, had a question there about uh, ergonomic crankshafts. Mm-hmm. And we do we make um, some wood ergonomic paddles, but we do not make them in the fishing series. And the main reason that we don't. Because the biggest advantage for an ergonomic crankshaft paddle is it's a better alignment for your wrist. So if you have arthritis, carpal tunnel, any form of wrist or elbow issues, that's better paddle for you. Unless you have something like that, it really is a waste of weight because it adds about 40% to a shaft just to build that extra crank into the paddle. So we're like, we have to build a performance product. We don't want to waste the weight. And really all you have to do is loosen up your grip when you're holding onto your paddle. All you have to do is use your pointer finger and your thumb and hold on to the shaft, and you'll lose all of that uncomfortability in your wrist and your elbow. So we hear that all the time. Why don't you make a crankshaft? Well, it's, it has more to do with your, your stroke than it does for how a crankshaft feels for you. You need to loosen up that grip. You're not going to get as many blisters, and it's just going to be a more comfortable feel. You know, you don't need to hold the, the paddle so tight. So that's that's the question. That's why we don't do that. Save weight and uh, save the extra, you know, all the, all the extra weight that comes from having that extra shaft in there. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I mean, <clears throat> let me ask you this now. When are you ever going to come down and be able to take a little vacation and join us at a boondoggle? You know how many times I've been asked that question? <laughs> uh, or fish. Just come down and fish. Is, we'll take you fishing. That too. Sounds, extre- sounds extremely likely like it's going to happen this fall, my guys. So, um Basically, with all, all the success we've had our fishing series, they're like, "Hey, get down there and go see the guys." You know, nice. Keep this ball rolling. Keep this ball rolling, and see what we can do to uh, develop our relationship a little bit more on a personal level. And uh, I would say it is extremely likely. Very cool. So. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, we've got the uh, we got the tournament coming up that we're putting on in November at uh, Cars Park No Motor Zone in Merritt Island. Oh, really? uh, be no be the weekend of November ninth. They have camping. They have a store. There's hotels in the area. Uh, we got a pretty big venue set up. Um, I think I talked to you a couple months ago about you know branches hopefully being a part of it and everything. But uh, you know if you're looking at the, yeah if you're looking at the fall sometime, I mean you know this may be a uh, good opportunity and we'd uh, we'd love to have you there set up maybe a you know branches booth or yeah. display or something and. Uh, you know, get some stuff out there. We got some other vendors that want to get set up, and uh, it's looking to be a pretty good, fish, pretty good man. tournament. And catch some What's fish. It? Yeah, I'd love to. I, I uh, sincerely hope management's listening to this uh, this radio uh, station right now, so I can you know get a little momentum going for that. But uh, um, if 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 and when that does happen, guys, it's going to be something where I go down to uh, show my support for a tournament like the Boondoggle. And I think I've already pre-committed to you guys as. Uh, you guys' tournament, but uh, I think that'd be a great opportunity, and I don't want to jump the gun here and, and say something that I shouldn't. But I think that's a, a pretty cool opportunity for me. So let's uh, let's see if we can get something going. That'd pretty be good, cool, man. It, it'd be a lot of fun to be able to hang out with you, man. Finally, put a face to the name and uh, I know. share a beer or two. So uh, and definitely get on some fish. It'd be it'd be very good. And plus, too, uh, well, the one thing about the Boondoggle that a lot of folks don't don't know is. Uh, while it is not a tournament, it is a, a weekend-long extravaganza of sorts, and it is one of the only times where anybody who's coming to the to the event who is you know not truly in the industry gets an opportunity to rub shoulders and basically live alongside of folks like yourself and uh, 
the Woodies from uh, from Native and uh, yeah. Franks from Hobie and those types of guys. So it's it's really it's really a cool uh, event, and it, it definitely builds a very organic relationship between you and your consumer base. That's perfectly said. It's it's so funny that you say that because I don't know if you guys saw the picture on Facebook that was put up by Yak Angler, but we kind of had a uh, an all star uh, get together of people in the, in the kayak fishing community. Went out to eat with uh, you know people like Luther from Yak Attack to. God, it was like everyone from Drew Gregory to I'm sure you guys saw that photo, but Paul Leibowitz, it it was like the All Star team, and you know it's just so cool to to put a you know a face to all those names that you people you work with all the time, and you know just hoping to continue to build those relationships and love to get down there and like I said, build that organic relationship. Very cool, very cool. Well, man, we're looking forward now, to seeing all the new stuff. But uh, who's that, Peppy? No, I was just gonna ask Andrew. I saw that picture. And I did not know everybody that was on there. I knew most of the guys, but I did not know everybody that was there. And I know they were doing some type of contest. They said, if somebody can name everybody that's on this, at this table, yep. you're going to oh, win something. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> Dude, I, had, I think I had everybody but, like, three people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew the, everyone uh, the, but, like, I, I, think I, even, I think I even picked you out, Andrew. I think I knew everybody but three people. Yeah, I saw and that. I was and I was so angry because I'm like, I know I saw those dudes at ICAST. I have no clue why I can't figure this out. Yeah, Mar- Adam I, and I, Mark from Yak Angler were giving me a hard time. They said, uh, i got to put something up in order for people to actually to p- participate. And I did. I put up an Angler Classic. And one guy was like one or two people short. And uh, I got I got everybody but the uh, I got everybody but the waiter. So I felt pretty good. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool, though. Just fun fun to do stuff like that. Yeah, um, but uh, like I said, I'll be happy to field some more questions if you guys got them. I know. Uh, Anybody else? Yeah, what's I'm going trying on? To keep up, I'm trying to keep up with the <laughs> chat questions here, but I just lost my internet. Yeah, there, there was there was one a while a one a while back from uh, from somebody in there, and I'll I'll throw it in there real quick. She's wanting to know, and just so you know, she's uh, she's into pink, and uh, <laughs> she wants to know if we're gonna have any any more color schemes coming out. You know, something in pinks or purples or anything or if you've got anything like so i don't know how long she's been uh she's been kayak fishing but in 2008 we released a pink version of the angler classic and we mm-hmm. uh we piloted it through ack austin canoe and kayak and it flopped it did not sell we wow. couldn't sell that thing to save our lives um, and the people like you know like this nice lady is, is coming forward and asking for it people that want it want it bad and you know they trust people like us to provide it, but we're pretty nervous after the 08 flop. Not gonna lie, mm. it uh, did not go well. And uh, we've looked at uh, if if you're familiar, well I know you guys are, but the, the Angler Pro, we've mixed some pink into uh, into uh, pink into the Angler Pro, and it looked really cool. But you know we're we'll seeing where it goes. We're looking to expand that line quite a bit more. Um, <laughs> I did call her a nice lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll see we'll see you know that market's that market is still there you know um, I'm excited to see kayak fishing mature and get more you know young kids and, and females into the support because it's it's pretty male dominant right now and uh, you know as more girls and wives and all that get into the sport you know you can expect us expect to see us to adapt. Peppy loves Peppy does <laughs> probably like pink battles. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, you know, our friend Tammy there who asked the question, uh, she is 
in her own right, she is definitely a legend in amongst the fishing community. For those of you that don't know, uh, Tammy is, I think she told me today, she's like a dozen fit, no, eight, what, what are you, Tammy? A dozen fish shy of a hundred different species on fly. Wow. Something crazy like that. And, and, uh, but she is, she's a wealth of knowledge, a great ambassador to everything that has to do with fishing. She, she donates a lot of her time as she just sit up in Jacksonville for, uh, hook kids on fishing clinics and things like that. So uh, 13 fish, sorry. She's 13 fish away from the the 100 mark uh, of species. I can only imagine to being able to do that. But anyhow. That's that's incredible, especially for fly fishing. That's impressive. Tammy, I'll give you my email at the end. You send me an email. I'll see what I can do about that pink paddle. Woo! That just happened. So, yeah, you know what's awesome is uh, is, somebody said something to her one time about her smelling like fish or something like that, or I forgot what it was. But she throws up a picture on Facebook of her holding this. I, I would imagine it's probably one of those uh, Humboldt squids from down in Mexico. Yeah. She went squid fishing, and she's got this giant eyeball in her hand, and uh, she she has just been halibut fishing. She is definitely not your typical. Oh yeah, fishing sounds fun. I might go. She's she's hardcore, man. It's awesome. She and she's a riot too. Today she uh, came into our shop over there at Kayaks by Bo, and she uh, she she. Made the place laugh pretty hard. Let's just say that, and use some <laughs> some some fun language every now and again. But anyways, I digress. Those people uh, are the best. Yeah, of course. Uh, real quick, folks. I know that we've got a bunch of people here in the chat room, and then uh, listening there that are guests in the chat room. Yes, you guys can log into the chat room if you'd like to using your Facebook account or your Twitter account. So here you can join in on the conversation. If any of you find folks have any questions, you want to call in real quick. Uh, feel free to do so. It's uh, 714-816-4727. Again, that number is 714-816-4727. We'll give uh, Andrew a couple more minutes here. We'll let it, we'll cut him loose so he can uh, enjoy the rest of his evening. But uh, hey, you, you know, guys are good. I, I I got all the t- I got all the time you need. So if you got some questions, awesome. don't be shy. Don't be cool, shy, man. Andrew. It's, it's, I had a I had a sort of a question. Um, bring something out there with all these new kayaks. The way the kayak industry is moving now with all this high seating. Um, a lot of the manufacturer, everybody, you know, now the president came out. Um, everybody's going to high seating. Are you? Um, do you see branches moving to try to make uh, bigger paddles in the future? Maybe, you know, more a little bit more two fifties, two sixties, maybe. <laughs> he missed because it, he missed. You missed that part of the conversation, muted. bro. Did he? Did he <laughs> we're, we're doing that now. We talked about oh. that when you were in timeout, Debbie. Oh, you put me in timeout, huh? <laughs> Peppy, it's all good. We uh, at the OR show this year, we released 250, 260 standard on all our fishing sticks. So it's it's we're uh, we're moving with the industry. You know, we're going to continue to uh, to uh, you know provide that at no additional cost. Standard prices on everything for those additional sizes. We have looked at fattening the blades. I mean, making them wider. Um, but we don't want to jump the gun too much on that, just because that's a pretty exhausting stroke. Uh, when you get that fat of a blade, you're, you're using a lot of energy to move the the boat and uh, and the paddle every time. So we we get a little nervous about fattening the blade too much. But in the meantime, in the interim, we're going to put the 250, 260 standard. Um, all of your uh, online and local specialty stores will uh, will have those. Uh, we're already shipping them like crazy, so I'm sure they'll be there in no time. They will be there in no time at Kayaks by Bo, I promise you people. <laughs> 
Um, that is always a couple. There's always a couple things I uh, I always like to cover with uh, with people just to make sure that you guys understand that it's important. And this might spin off a uh, a few. Have a good night. Uh, I might spit off a few uh, questions you guys get. Um, sizing. The sizing of your paddle is essential. Be uh, very particular on what, what size paddle that you use. You don't want to get too long of a paddle because then your kayak zigzags back and forth in the water and you have a really slow maneuverability. You don't want to get too short of a paddle because then your, your hands hit the side of the kayak and just your stroke is, is tough. So I strongly encourage you to check out our website or check out any si- paddle sizing website. And make sure you're getting the right size, especially with these new higher seats. And the wider kayaks, it's not a bad idea to try it before you buy it. We always have a sticker on our paddle that is a little sizing guide as well. So if you get into the store, look at that little sticker. It tells you exactly what size you need based on how wide the kayak is and how tall your torso is. So it's really important to us that you're using the right paddle because so much of people's poor paddling strokes comes from just not having the right size product. So I always like to make sure people understand how important that is. Um, and then, because I, I, I know I get uh, I get this question quite a bit, uh, our pro staff, it's a pretty cool program. Uh, like I said before, those three guys that are taking care of the show today are all on that team. They've worked really hard, and they've done a great job representing our company. Um, and we're pretty proud of what they do. But essentially what it is is we put a lot of pride and value into our paddles. And it's very important that when we pick and select someone to represent our company and represent our brand, that they really value what a paddle is. And they're just not just looking for a free paddle, and they're going to take whatever company offers them a free stick. But we're looking for someone that really honors what a good quality paddle will do. They're going to proudly represent and talk about our brand, talk about what a difference their paddle makes, and just what a better quality paddle can do, not just for you, but just for the whole experience. So I encourage you guys, if you're looking to become sponsored by us, we have a pro staff program with about 45 people. And then we also have an ambassador program, which is a little bit less stringent. But uh, it's still people that get to get to have a relationship with our company, and uh, that's got about 30 people. So if you're looking to uh, to expand and grow a little bit with Benny Branches as we continue to ride the wave of kayak fishing, feel free to give me an email. I'll throw that in the chat box here at the uh, end of the conversation. But uh, just want to make sure to cover those two things, and like I said, I'll field some more questions as you guys have them coming in. Very cool. Have we uh, have have you have we talked about uh? What's anything new in the works for uh, as far as branches? Do you have anything new coming out? Uh, yeah, this summer we released the whole line of stand-up paddling paddles, paddle boarding paddles, stand-up paddling paddles. Um, the uh, stand-up paddle world is growing just as fast as fishing, and uh, um, our, our friends Warner has done an excellent job, you know, producing great product at, in, the, in the paddle boarding community, um, and uh, you know they're uh, they're expanding into fishing now, but. Uh, we're uh, we're going to try and uh, work on that market as well. It's still growing in double-digit growth, and uh, our new fishing sticks are awesome. You can check them out. They're under the Aquabound line, so just go to Aquabound and then look up the stand-up paddles, and you'll see those there. Um, like I said, we expanded the uh, the fishing sticks out quite a bit to help uh, help you guys out. Um, how do you That's choose awesome. the proper How do you choose the proper stiffness in a paddle? The easiest way for me to answer that question for you, Lady Fish Steve, is the stiffer the paddle is, the harder it is on your joints. Okay, but if you choose too weak of a paddle, likelihood of it breaking, especially if you brace off a rock or uh, really try and beat it up at all, it's it's going to break. So to choose the stiffness, you got to choose the right company. Is is really what it is. Uh, there's only a couple of of paddle manufacturers that do it in the U.S. and that have done it for a long time. 
and, and invest in a good quality product. If you get an aluminum paddle, it's going to be really stiff. Uh, it's probably going to get you by, but the likelihood of it breaking is, is pretty high. So to choose the stiffness, just, just be selective on what manufacturer you choose. And what that stiffness translates to is a lot of stress on your body. There's no give. There's no give in a stiff paddle. You know, all of the, the pain and the stress that, that comes from, you know, hitting a rock or whatever is going to get trans- transferred right to your body, if uh, if that makes sense. If you want to confirm that that makes sense for you, I'd appreciate that. That makes sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and and so that people know, um, some people don't know, like the, you, you, the Aquabound Surge Carbon, if people don't know, that Surge Carbon paddle, Mm-hmm. That is 25.5 ounces. I mean, a lot of people, that is the lightest paddle. And I'm telling you, I have a light paddle as it is. And that paddle is light. <laughs> uh, Let me tell you something. I, the, the, one, the one paddle that, that I have my eye on, and especially once I get this sick new sea uh, deck down on, on my PA, and yes, I'm in a PA, and yes, I still want a paddle. <laughs> Uh, is the navigate is that navigator, dude? Oh yeah, it's a great product, dude. That yeah, is so, the, that hands down. That is the prettiest paddle I think I've ever seen for kayak fishing. So here's how you know a paddle's good if the people that build it use it, okay? And the two paddles you guys just said are the paddles that everyone here uses. And the the surge carbon is is all of the best technology in kayaking that you get to use in kayak fishing. It is the lightest paddle you can really get at that price. It is just the performance in that product is just unbelievable. You know, it's it's expensive. Don't get me wrong. It's carbon from tip to tip, and it's that that product took us like ten years to design. And then for, for the navigator, that is that's it's gorgeous. It's carbon fiber. It's got wood blades, but it's got um excuse me, <laughs> this is coming thing. It's got a, a rock guard edging around the wood blade, so you can hit as many rocks as you want, and the, the blades still can hold up over the test of time. So very very cool products. And for people that use a Hobie, if you use anything with a pedal drive, I still strongly recommend you have a paddle because you never know when something's going to go wrong with that pedal drive. And even, even if it's not our paddle, even if it's just a war club, have a paddle Amen. because you do not want to be you do not want to be stranded. We have a buddy of ours who fished a tournament back by us, and uh, he he had uh, I won't call him out anyway. He uh, he broke his uh, Mirage drive coming back from across the. Uh, the other side of the no motor zone, which is probably a good, what, three, two and a half, three mile paddle. And, uh, he had a, he made that paddle all the way back in what, 15, 20 knot winds in a PA 14. Chuck, you use a Hobie, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a PA. Yep. And then, uh, so, um, Jose Chavez is another good example. He's in a Hobie. And yeah. Hobie and I, or uh, Jose and I, had a long conversation about the importance of a paddle, because the maneuverability that you can get a paddle, you'll never get from a pedal drive. You know, it's so good on long distances. You can preserve a lot of your energy. You know, use your lower body where your strength is. You can be hands free. You know, everyone knows the benefits of a pedal drive, but you still have to have a paddle, okay? Because yeah. like the like uh, Drew Mixon can can tell you, it's. It is. You do not want to get stranded. I mean, like I said, even if you don't even use our paddle, don't don't get stranded out there because safety is number one. Yeah, absolutely. No, I always keep a paddle with me, man. I've got my uh, I've got uh, my angler ace was in my boat the last time I was out, but I usually keep uh, I've got the I got a hybrid that, that's in the boat now. Um, 
But yeah, I'm trust me, like I say, man, my eyeballs on that that navigator. That'll be the next one that I'll add to the collection. I'll uh, the price on the navigator is two hundred and eighty dollars, and the price on the surge carbon and spinder carbon is three seventy five. Yeah, I'm look I'm looking for some some upside down smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Listen, and not to not to keep pumping my 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 store that I'm at there, Andrew. Uh, but if if any of you guys are in the market for one of those those nice paddles from uh, Bending Branches or Aquabound, man, feel free to give us a shout over there at the shop. And if we have to put one aside for you and allow you to make payments to where you can have a piece of not just paddling art, but you know, mean piece of machinery, we'll do whatever it takes to get you in it, man. Trust me. And uh, the other thing is, is, guys, is we build all of our paddles to order, okay? So it takes a day, maybe two days, for us to build the stick that you need. So you work with your local dealer. Work with his dealer. Say, I want this product. You know, figure out the payment. Do what you got to do. We'll get your individualized paddle to you in a week, if if that. Okay, so it, 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 we, we don't have the customization that a lot of you people, a lot of you guys are asking, you know, like, um, can we put a fish on a pink, a lot of that stuff. It's it, It's really hard to do. When, especially when you know you're you're putting out thousands of paddles every year, but you know work work with your work with your local dealer. You know they're going to help you get the product that's right for you, and they're going to stand behind it because we're going to stand behind them and we're going to stand behind our product. So I want pink bluegills on it, nice. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, good old Tammy. She'll uh, she'll ask for anything for bluegills on it. Today I had a, a a rep come into the shop. And he was showing me some fishing hats and stuff, and she goes, "Can you give me one with a bluegill on it?" So, kind of threw him for a loop. And he said, "We can get anything you want if you got enough money." So. Yeah, we'll, we'll do anything you want for the right price. <laughs> but uh, you guys, if you have additional questions, you know, don't be shy. I'm gonna throw my email in here. You can bug me all you want. You know, fishing's a big working with you guys is a big passion, big passion about what I do. So uh, don't be shy. Sorry, if you. You know, the people people representing this uh, this radio show do an excellent job representing our company. But you can reach out to me too. You know, I'm human and and uh, yeah, I'll be definitely appreciate it, man. But hey, real quick, um, Alan, just give me a second. Uh, We've got uh, two guys on the line that want to give a real fast fishing report. Andrew, if you don't mind, man, I'm gonna grab them real quick because they both are huge fans of bending branches as well. I'm sure they want to give you a little shout out. So uh, first, we go to. you go to Rory Gregg from up in the Jacksonville area. For those of you who don't know Rory, he's also uh, part of Team Hobie. And uh, Rory is, is pretty darn well known for his fishing abilities. And, uh, and and if you haven't heard any of his reports, they're always insightful for sure. So, Rory, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, good, what's man. What's up, Rory? So, what's up, can you Rory? hear me okay? I got my, my Luke Skywalker hands-free device on here, so... Luke, I am your father. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I'm all I'm all wired in here. So uh, you're good, good, man. good conversation good. on the branches though, like high quality products, man, for sure. Appreciate that. No worries. So what's going on up Pepe, there in your neck of the woods, bro? Pappy, you still on the line there, brother? Yeah, I'm still here. Good deal. <laughs> Get you wrestling yeah. all those chillins over there. <laughs> oh man. I gotta put the phone on mute every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just put my little mud minnow down a little bit ago, but yeah, things have been going great. And I've been uh, a little absent for a while, been slammed, just busy with work and charters and 
chasing two-year-olds around and all that good fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, I had a great charter this past weekend. You know, we're in the dog days right now. Um, dodged a few storms, you know, got into uh, a nice couple nice school of redfish. Um, had a bunch of grass shrimp jumping into the PA. Uh, had two guys out on the charter, one in an outback, one in a PA. And um, dude, these reds were picky, man, but we definitely were matching the hatch. We knew what we had to do to get them and landed a few nice ones. They were really, really spooky and picky early on in the day. Uh, working the popping corks with live shrimp, you know, produced uh, all the lower to mid and upper slot reds and uh, some nice, nice flounder showing up on the mud minnows and then uh, using good old uh, Slayer jig heads was a ticket. Um, we got bull reds already starting to move into the river and uh, talked to a couple captain buddies of mine, motorboat captains I network with, and they said these guys, the big guys are already uh, in the, 40 and 50 plus pound range and uh already milking so it's you know only august and we're already seeing some spawning action going on so um going to be a really good uh spawn season i think um top water bite early mornings has been on fire um basically anything in a mullet pattern they seem to be liking the the smaller presentations like the top dog juniors and the sheep ups so if you can get out there and get on it early or late in the day um, anything in the mullet pattern, and also the trout have been tearing up the sea eyes uh, lures. I've been throwing those a ton lately, and I think it has something to do with the way it window panes with the gill flash on that lure, and uh, also that new soft dean has been tearing up the trout as well. And uh, flood tide season is upon us, and I just actually finished up a, a piece in Gap, the new Gap magazine coming out. So if anyone's looking to get into the flood tide action here or in Savannah or in the Charleston area, um, I got all the FYI there about it. And uh, it just gets me all jazzed up this time of year. And, and speaking of, like, bending branches, um, you know, I use, in my PA, I like to use a sup paddle. And especially when, you know, versus polling, um, a couple of years ago, I switched over to using a sup paddle. And as most of you that know me, you know, know I've been a surfer for life and um, as well as a yak angler. And, you know, and I, and I actually sup a lot, too, on my Hobie sup. And I love using my sup paddle for my Hobie PA um, because I can stand and versus using a push bowl where you're piercing the ground and making more noise. Um, the sup paddle has been great. And ever since I switched over to using sup paddle, a couple of years ago, I'd never switched back to a regular paddle now. So when I'm just, you know, sitting down with the pedals locked down in stealth mode, I actually just canoe paddle with the sup paddle, and then I can stand up easily. Um, I don't use an H-bar. My old man does because it's like his old man walker, but I tease him about that. <laughs> but the sup paddle, mm-hmm. paddle is key. If you stand in a PA, I, I love using a, sup, uh, a nice sup paddle and, and bending branches make some really high quality sub paddles. We do. Um, yeah. So, you know, definitely getting out on the flood tide season right now. We got a big full moon flood tide this week. The Slayer SSTs and the SSDs rig weedless with the Slayer Triple X hooks and the 16th ounce will be on fire. So, uh, Amen, brother. You know, gold brim, camo, pepper death, they're all great. Um, yep, yep. Any of the colors. <laughs> I mean, you know, up here the. 
the the watercolors are a little different than down where you guys are, but you know those dates they work so good and uh the big flounder already starting to show up too early on before the fall hits and uh dad and I tore them up last week on the uh the SSTs and the pearl with the chartreuse tail, which seems to always be a great color for flounder and the buttery nipples also been working very well. But uh lastly I just want to throw a shout out to uh our local boy, uh, Ryan Connor, we had the big gate rodeo tournament here last weekend, and um, they had over, I think, a 1,000 entrants throughout the region. And this is like an inshore, offshore, freshwater, everything tournament. And uh, Ryan showed up, as always he does, man, and, and he placed in the top three in both the trout and the sheep's head competition. And coming up uh, from the back, the young gun, Jonathan Boston, this kid is a a boy wonder around here. He's like 16, 17 years old, and he's been out just tearing it up in the act the last couple of years. And um, he actually came in, the, I think, day one or day two of the tournament. He was in the top two or three in trout. So that was really exciting to see as well. A lot of, a lot of our yak angling community uh, was out there, you know, trying to uh, hold it down against all the motorboat guys. And uh, they showed up for sure. That's awesome, man. It's always good cool. to hear whenever the whenever the young guys are getting involved and and tearing it up, man. We've got one of our buddies here locally who uh, fished the IFA event here in Titusville, and uh, Zach is his name, and he took he took uh, junior honors and what fourth place or something like that. I think third, I, yeah, third or third or fourth. Third or fourth place, or something like that. So yeah, yeah I mean, overall, it's, it's, yeah, very encouraging to see the the youth guy, the younger guys coming out and, and uh, representing, man. You know. Just think, you know, where where would any of us have been if we'd have thought about this back when we were kids? It's all about the next generation. I mean, speaking of, I uh, I was really stoked. We just got back from our big Sam Danley reunion trip down to Isla Morada a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and I took my my 20 month year old son in the tandem Hobie with mommy up front for his first kayak ride, and it was a, a proud moment cool. for sure. Very awesome, man. I know the feeling, brother. That's I just awesome. had. Uh, had Trey out on the no motor zone with me, and uh, he was sitting on the on the lid of that twenty six worker cooler, twenty six quart worker cooler. I got holding on to the back of my PA seat, and I uh, saw those picks. That was awesome. Yeah, watch watch uh, with Alan there, who's who's joining us, of course, as a co-host, and uh, and our good friend Captain Alex, who we'll go to next. And we got our our three kids fought that was we were we were I think we were kind of conservative, thirty eight inch redfish. Yeah. Uh, our each one of our kids got a shot at fighting it, and it was just. Uh, it was awesome, man. They have all got it in their blood for sure. I mean, Trey, this, just to give you a, a quick idea how bad my son's got it, his little buddies tonight went down to the local pond to go do some brim fishing, and I told him, unfortunately, buddy, it's school night and you can't do that, and broke his heart, and he says, I feel so left out. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool, man, to see the, the, the youth, man, getting into it, because I know it's uh, it's good for him. Nice. Well, I appreciate the uh, the call, Roy. It's really nice to meet you, and I appreciate the support you have for our paddles. And it, it doesn't matter what what type of product you use, whether it's a Santa paddle or a regular kayak paddle or a kayak fishing paddle. But uh, we appreciate the support, and just find what works for you and stick with it. Yeah, man. No worries. Good stuff. Good products, and uh, yes, you man, definitely pay for that. what you get when it comes to good products. I appreciate Amen, that, Roy. Thanks a lot. Listen, if uh, if Rory, if somebody wants to give you a shout while they're up there in the Jacksonville area and go uh, fishing with you, man, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can go to my website at chicopitbay.com. Um, I'm actually going to be doing some changes here to the website very near future. My uh, 
My website guy's been on R and R in Costa Rica for a while, so I got to chase him down. But you can always reach me at my full name, Rory Austin Gregg at yahoo.com. And then I actually have a new cell phone number. It's nine zero four three one four zero six two eight. So it's just going to get better as the fall goes on, and it's time to get on it. So uh, give me a shout. Come up to Jayville and uh, do some muddy water fishing. Yeah, we're probably going to have to make a, uh, a a trip up there, guys, uh, and uh, do some fishing with Rory just to uh, kind of redeem ourselves from the the uh, oh, that was, shutout. Yeah, that was the shutout that, was that we all experienced in Jacksonville last time. <laughs> yeah, well, there was only seven slams recorded out of 400 people that day. So uh, <laughs> during tropical we storm were, conditions, yeah, it was we pretty crazy. One of them. <laughs> yeah, but no worries. Anytime, Mikasa Sukasa, guys. Uh, I appreciate Thanks, it, man. man. You know, you know that Thank goes you, the same way, man. Anytime you want to come down here and fish with us, man. I'm going to make it down for the NMZ uh, comp for sure. Awesome. Very cool. There you go. Awesome. Good deal. All right, Rory. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks for the call. Thanks, gentlemen. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks. Rory. Take care, Rory. Thank you. That guy is awesome, man. And from one incredible kayak uh, guide to one of our uh, brothers in the wolf pack, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Alex. What's up, brother? Hey. hey, hey, guys, how's it going? What's up, Alex? It's good. Alan, what's up, brother? Pappy, I hear I, I hear you squirreling around back there somewhere, Pappy. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Pappy's, Pappy's working right now, and hang on a second. Pappy's working. Pappy's working right now and designing a uh, a paddle for uh, Andrew to come up with. It has a cigar holder. <laughs> oh man, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as it doesn't have a Jameson shot uh, shot glass holder on it. <laughs> Andrew, 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 real I'd, quick. I'd like, I'd like to you tell have, you guys that we haven't already. I'd like to tell you guys we haven't uh, already invented a paddle that holds shot glasses, but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> yes, we have. Oh, really? Are you kidding wow. me? I swear to God. Dude, we oh. need that for the boondoggle, bro. Oh my God! It is. It was. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Wait, what was that? We can get one for the boondoggle. I'll I'll do what I can. If if I'm coming, I'm bringing a shot paddle with me. Nice. Oh my God. Great. (laughs) Yeah, but those 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 extracurricular activities need to make sure they stay off the clock. So we'll need to be responsible for a little bit. Yeah, it'll be there after the go. sun goes down, dude. That's how that works at the boondoggle, you know? But anyhow, exactly. uh, Alex, man, tell us what's going on in uh, in your neck of the woods, which is our neck of the woods. Exactly, exactly. First of all, man, I might have to get a hold of Andrew there with Bending Branches and uh, upgrade some of these can- uh, canoe paddles that I got people paddling around with. That might be a, do. a good for my clients. But, Please uh, do. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, absolutely. Um Right out the gate, man, i got to throw out there that the red fishing is as good as it's going to get all year long right now. Um, seeing big, giant schools with a big breeder fish, much like Rory said about up north, they're already starting to uh, milk out and breed. Um, the schools have been bunching up real nice, and even the slot size fish still school up. It's instinctive for them to do it. They don't know any better. So this time of year, as we come through the end of summer and into, into early fall, is when they want to do it. So typically, you go from seeing your one or two reds here and there to large groups of fish and searching for those fish in a little deeper water than you typically want to. So, uh, 
I know this last weekend I was in both the Indian River and the Banana River, and there were large schools of slot and oversized fish everywhere, pretty much. If you cruise around in two foot, two four foot of water, you'd see the the wakes pushing across, you know, from from uh, from a long distance. You can see them from a good mile out. If it's a good school of fish, a lot of times it looks like it might be a dolphin or something working down the flat a long ways out. Keep your eye on it because it's not always a dolphin. Um, on top of that, man, we got the off the 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 offshore nearshore stuff going on fire right now. Um, I know uh, a lot of people have been hitting it. Uh, the beach stuff's a little sketchy for some people. It's not as it's not as uh, hard as it, as people make it sound or look sometimes. Um, if you take a little time and, and a little preparation, tie all your stuff down real good. Even if you do roll the thing, at least everything's still there with you. Even though you got a little little dent in the pride, you still got all your all your stuff. Um, we've been doing really good on tarpon, really good on some really large snook, which are fattening up. Yeah, pre they're actually pre fattening up and getting staged up because they're waiting for the mullet run to happen. Um, we're just about a month, maybe a month and a half outside of our mullet run right now. It happens in both the the river and in on the beach. The beach is a little bit more, uh, uh, you can kind of see it a little bit more. It's, it's In the river, there's just mullet everywhere. There's always mullet everywhere, as of right now at least. And uh, on the beach, you can actually see those ribbons of mullet all the way up and down the beach as they work their way south. Um, and uh, as that happens, the snook, tarpon, cobia, redfish, everything's going to follow it. And that's going to be really a, a, a good a good time to get out there and fish. Usually happens somewhere in the in the uh, in your uh, Halloween time frame. But those fish are already out on the beach waiting for it to happen. Um, right now, your uh, your main bait out there is going to be pogies that are thickly schooled up right outside of the surf zone. And as high tide starts pushing in and pushing the clear water into that break and into that surf zone, it also pushes those pogies closer and closer in. And then the the snook that are actually live they they spend all their time in the break. They like that rough water, and uh, they they turn on when they get that clean water up in there, and they can see them pogies swimming around when they start going nuts. And uh, you can get some nice ones out there. I know uh, I know a few of you guys probably saw the uh, the picture of uh, of uh, Mr. Flores with his from earlier in the week. That was a nice fish, or last week actually. Yeah, it was a, that was a nice one. I missed one due to a tip wrapped rod as I was. As I was uh, playing around with him getting pictures, my rod got tip-wrapped, and all of a sudden here comes one out of the, you know, doing backflips with my line in its mouth behind me um, and uh, got got me on that one. Did the old rope-a-dope and took me out. But, um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? The Like I said, the tarpon fishing out there is good. Tarpon are a frustrating creature when you get them out off the beach. They're extremely hard to get to eat, um, even harder to land. Uh, and uh, it definitely takes more than anything. It takes time going out there. Everybody will go out there once in a while, and, you know, the sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then, and they'll get that hit and get lucky. But to really put numbers of those tarpon in the boat, you've got to spend a lot of time with them and really understand what they're doing. It's not yeah. an easy situation. Um, know how to use a lipper. Yeah, they'll definitely <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> you got to know how to, how to properly use a lipper tool. Yeah, that helps anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. Sorry, <laughs> but um anyways, uh other anyway. than that, we're right. We'll still be uh we'll still be hitting those uh the tarpon until it cools down a little and the um 
in the uh, in the river and in the backwater, and um, <laughs> pretty much that's all I got. Alex. Yes. If somebody if somebody is new to offshore kayak fishing and they want to go out and they want to chase tarp and they want to chase snook, um, what would be the ideal rig that you personally would use or that you would recommend somebody going out and possibly purchasing as far as real size rod style uh, line, the whole, the, whole, the whole cabana? I personally like a really light trolling outfit. Um, it seems to work the best. Uh, especially for those big tarp, and if it's one, you got a little a little backbone to it. Think of the uh, like a kingfish style trolling rod with a light tip gotcha. because you're going to be yep. smaller, light baits. Um, of course, it helps to fill the thing flat full of a whole bunch of braid. And I keep it simple. I do 60 pound mono for a leader and a six aught circle hook, and that's it. Yeah, so, I like it. Very easy. Very simple. Yeah, exactly. And you can get away with doing a spinning rod. I wouldn't go anything under the, you know, 650 class rod, um, you know, rod and reel. Something that's got that medium heavy or even heavy action so you can turn a fish. I like the uh, the conventional reel because the reel is on the upside of the rod. And as you're fighting hard on those fish, the tarpon like to dig. As you're digging into that tarpon, you're not smacking your reel on the kayak every time you go down on them. So yeah, that's true. It kind of gives you a little bit more of a stroke, and, and it hooks you up a little better. And what but, pound um, test are you running as far as the braid's concerned? Are you running 30, 40? What are you running? 20 works great for me. Yeah. And uh, and, and just about any fish you need to get into. Um, and, you know, you can pack enough that on, on the school to really, to really handle one of those fish. I'll tell you what, when you hook a six-foot tarpon, he's going to dump half your reel right then and there. Yeah. So, it helps to have good you know, deal. several hundred. Line. Yeah, but, good uh, deal. Well, you know, it's funny, man. I, I've, I've gotten some word from some of my buddies, and I've been sworn to secrecy. I wouldn't give out locations, but I know uh, two of our mutual friends have been fishing um, over in uh, the Indian River slash Banana River area <laughs> and have been working over a, an absolutely ginormous school of redfish and uh, yeah. for like a couple of days in a row now and uh i saw a a video yeah a week and a half to be precise but anyway i i watched uh i watched a video that one of our mutual friends sent me and to see the shat i couldn't see the fish themselves but to see the shadows chasing after the topwater plug that he was throwing was the craziest thing i've ever seen the only thing i wish is that there was a kayak launch somewhere near there yeah, you have to kind of boat them into there. That's uh, it will be a little bit of a battle, that's for sure. But um, but and that that same scenario is being played out all over the lagoons right now because the fish are grouping up. They instinctively yeah. group up. When you get that group of fish, you get a serious uh, competitive nature in them. And when right. you, when they are, you do throw it in there. They go crazy for anything, just about, and they jump on it. They love topwater lures, even in the smack middle of the day. They love a topwater lure. It gets that. Gets that competitiveness going and get yeah. some eating. Awesome. So. Well, listen, man, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, Alex, and uh, do a, a charter with you at Local Lines, how do they get a hold of you, man? Man, just give me a hit on localinescharters.com. I'm all over Facebook, Local Lines Guide Service, Alex, Alex Gritschke, however you want to find me. Or just give me a call. It's super easy 321 480 3255. 
And uh, you can reach me just about any time of the day because I'm either out fishing or thinking about going fishing. So. <laughs> and don't forget, too, uh, Captain Alex is not only a kayak guide, he's also a Coast Guard-approved uh, captain. So he also runs near-shore trips, too, and uh, dabbling a little bit in mothership trips as well, correct? Absolutely, yeah. And that's one of those ways that, you know, if you're not really, if you want to try that, that beach stuff out and you're really not too happy about trying to get through the surf, um, it doesn't bother me. I literally grew up on the beach here in Cocoa Beach surfing, so I can read the waves real well. Some people get really intimidated by it, and uh, what what I recommend is, is hiring somebody like myself that is, has the capability of taking a kayak out there one-on-one. We get you in the boat. We get you baits. We put you in the right area. You paddle around. You hook your fish. you got somebody there to back you up in case things go wrong or things get a little bit hairy, which can happen when you're dealing with really large fish in the middle of the ocean. And uh, and it, it kind of takes the uh, it takes the uh, it keeps the excitement, but takes the the actual I might die doing this factor out. <laughs> Very cool, man. Well, we as always, bro, we appreciate uh, your time and giving us a fish report. And hang on the line for us, man. I want you to uh, to hear this next commercial break we're going to hit. And once we get back, I got one more fish report to hit from uh, our good friend Noah Miller, who's part of the Space Coast Kayak Angler Group. So uh, stand tight. FishingRadio.com. To submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app, please follow these steps. Step 1. Create a Skype account. Step 2. Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3. Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. That's 404-890-5232. Yeah, so check that out. That's pretty cool, man. What we're doing, and uh, our, our good friend Rory there who called in from Jacksonville and, of course, Captain Alex, uh, you guys would definitely be interested in this, man. All you have to do is, is, is set up that Skype account, call that number, leave a, a detailed fishing report. You can you can take the time to plug your businesses so you can maybe get some more exposure. All of this, all of those fishing reports are going to run on a loop that's going to go on our app that's available for both iPhone and Android products. So all you have to do, take a little bit of time out of your day. Uh, give us a shout, and we'll, we'll install that into the uh, into the app uh, sh- live stream. So um, basically, you guys can have your own running commercials, as many fishing reports, and as, as often as you want to call in, feel free to do so. And not just for the guides. We also encourage all the guys who are out there listening to the show uh, and ladies as well, please do us a favor and give us a shout and, and leave a fishing report. If you fish freshwater, saltwater, it doesn't make a difference. If you're in Florida, if you're in Canada, if you're in Australia, it, we want as many reports as we can get, so uh, feel free to do that. It's a really cool thing we've just started to do here at uh, Kayak Fishing Radio, and I think it's going to help out a lot for folks who just have jobs where they you know, can sit and listen to the, the podcast or whatever during the day, or if you're just out fishing or playing golf, whatever you're doing, you want to listen to the podcast. gives you a little fishing report to hear as well, so uh, definitely check that out, man. It's going to be awesome. But from uh, Andrew, you still good, buddy? I'm still here, guys. 
All right, cool, man. Uh, we're going to grab one more uh, report here, and we'll get right back to Andrew and, and finish up with the with the show for tonight. Noah Miller, what's going on, brother? What's up, Chuck? Sorry, I just yeah. had to do that. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> um, that's cool. Uh, so pretty much I'm calling in about Turkey Creek because that's like my uh, my home waters, if you will. I live like five minutes away from it, uh, so I fish there a lot. It's just a great place to go. It's wind-protected most of the time. And uh, right now the snook bite's been going off there as well as uh, juvenile tarp. So that's been pretty cool over there. The, uh, the main, Hold on, the real, main way I've been... real, real quick, bro. Uh, for those that are listening that are not, that don't live here on this coast, man, because we've got listeners literally all over the world, um, explain-ish where Turkey Creek is located. Okay, it's on, it's on the Indian River uh, down in uh, Palm Bay, Florida, uh, you pretty much just if you go down US one, it's uh on the west side of the Indian River and it's just a creek uh that goes back up into a canal basically. Very cool. There's a spillway back in there, so um yeah, anyways, uh there's just glass minnows everywhere right now and uh pretty much from the mouth where the you the Indian River starts right there, up into Turkey Creek, all the way to the train tracks, it's just loaded with glass minnows. I mean there's like billions of them in there, and uh, it's been like I was actually doing a little bit of work down there uh, by a trailer park over there, and uh, I was just watching probably a hundred tarpon just busting the uh, classmates back to back. They weren't huge; they were probably like you know ten pound tarpon or whatever. But it was definitely cool watching them just destroy some classmates. They were actually herding them up to a seawall and just destroying them. It was super cool. I was sitting there, I actually took a little bit of footage on my phone and. I was actually getting splashed by the tarp, and there were so many of them. So oh, that's awesome. That was very cool. What and, are you throwing uh, for as, those snook, man? Um, as far as for the snook, I'm throwing a uh, small lips diving plug, like a three-inch uh, Rapala plug, or I'm throwing a DOA shrimp. Either one of those works good. Um, the snook are doing the same thing. They're on those glass minnows. They are pretty much hiding out under docks along seawalls. Anywhere you got a little bit of structure, a little bit of shade, that's where they're going to be. And, um, you know, they're just busting those glass mills like crazy. Uh, I've been catching them from anywhere from 12 inches all the way up to oversized snook in Turkey Creek. So it's a great fishery right now. There's a ton of freaking action going on. And it's a great place to go, you know, if you've only got a couple hours before dark. You know, it's a great place to go get out, fish for a little bit. And uh, it's real wind protected over there, so. It's awesome, you know, on the on these blustery days we've been having. I've been having some, you know, just great action over there on the smoke, so. Very cool, man. What, what, so let me let me ask you this. Since you're down the south end of Brevard County, most of us seem to be more centrally or northern located. Uh, if you were going to go out and, and target one specific species and go to one specific spot, would it be Turkey Creek right now because it's on fire or what? Yeah, if I was, like, especially for snook, if I was going snook fishing, I would beeline it straight to Turkey Creek, man. That's where that's where the snook are at right now. Um, I know I can go there and catch fish, you know, on beyond fish, you know, instantly almost. Very cool, very cool. Well, appreciate the uh, the report, man. I appreciate your patience there on hold. And uh, in fact, just hang on the line for me real quick. Alan's going to grab your information from you. We'll, we'll send you out a prize pack. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Hang on, bro. Hang on, Noah. I'll give you a second. Yeah, I just put them on hold so you can you can screen it or whatever. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no worries. So um, cool.
cool. Andrew. I'm here. You are the person, sir. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for uh, for letting me throw those uh, reports in there real quick. Oh, no, you guys are fine. No worries. So uh, I'm not even looking at the chat room, man. I don't even know what's going on. Is there anybody still? Yeah, people are still there. <laughs> Well, yeah, sorry. Uh, I, went, I, went, I went to check some emails for a little bit, so I, I left too. <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, brother. Um, right. Let's see. Uh, what's uh, so we know we know you got two sixties. I mean, two fifties and two sixties out now. We know that you're you're gonna you, you're not sure if you're gonna put out a pink paddle. Um, we're pretty <laughs> sure that you're not gonna be doing any push poles now. Um, what else is going down? Uh, Peppy, Alan, you guys got any other questions, man? I mean, well, look at Uno Mosh just showed up there in the chat room not so long ago. It's uh, nice to see him in there. Our good friend Andrew Mixon we were talking about earlier. So uh, yep. Andrew's in the in the house, so to speak. Woot, woot, exactly. Woot, woot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cool, man. Yeah, you know, let me ask you a couple questions, actually. Uh Fishing related, man. I, I know you, you you don't do a whole lot of it, uh, but it, you know if you had, say, uh, two two or three fish to come down here to Florida and try and fish for, what would it be? I just honestly, I want to get on the golf. You know, I don't even care. You know, it's it's so funny because you guys send these pictures to me all the time about these just crazy trophy fish just right off the coast. And uh, you know when you live in Wisconsin, you know that's that's not even a re- reality for us. So to be able to get down, you know where you guys are, I'm pretty sure you guys are all pretty much on the the West Florida coastline. But uh, just to, just to get on the coast and just take in some of those fish that are as big as I am, you know I think that would be pretty pretty awesome for me. Uh, you know up here it's all it's all northern, you know <laughs> it's all uh, Lake Superior is the biggest fish we you know we can get, but. Um, you know, just to get down there and see the golf, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Last time I saw the golf, I was 21 on spring break, so uh, it'd be it'd be pretty cool to get back down there again. Yeah, well, you know what would be awesome is if we uh, if you were able to make it down for the boondoggle and we pushed you off the uh, the Gulf Coast there with a giant chunk of like mullet or something and had you hook up to like a nine foot shark <laughs> out of a kayak, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. That would be great. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, like I, like I said before, I live vicariously through you guys. So you know, a lot, a lot of times you guys get all excited to send me photos of the the trophy fish you're bringing in, but it just makes me jealous. So I just sometimes I might, might not give you the respect <laughs> you probably deserve. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. That's all right. We uh, we're glad that we can help you uh, live out your dreams through through vicariously through us. But uh, you know, I'm gonna be following. Good. No, I was just gonna say if you saw the six months of winter we have up here, yeah. You would understand why I live vicariously through you. Yeah, I, I know. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't envy you at all for that. Man. <laughs> I, uh, I would much prefer to be able to wear flip flops, shorts, and a in a in a tank top or t shirt in uh, December and open up Christmas presents, you know, without having to bundle up. But yeah, it's uh, it's cool, man. Uh, actually, at the Boondoggle, I I truly fully intend to follow around uh, our good buddy Andrew Nixon. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he knows it yet, but I will be tying a leash onto his kayak so that uh, he can take me to the the glory holes of where the groupers are hiding. So uh, it's definitely going to be an event, man. Like I say, if you can make it down, that would be killer. You'll have a great time for sure. It'd be pretty awesome for my behalf, too, just because, 
you know, hear so much about it, and it's one of the bigger tournaments that goes on. And, uh, you know, like I said, if I can make it, uh, it'd be a pretty cool honor to get down there and not just meet you guys, but be a part of that tournament that uh, I know it's got quite a bit of pull up here, too. So it's, uh, it's a cool thing. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, let's see, any of you guys have any uh, any more questions for Andrew before we let him go? You guys don't don't need to be shy. I'm yeah, no, I mean you you uh, pretty much covered everything, Andrew. I mean all the you know the newer stuff you got coming out and uh, you know how to size paddles and stuff like that. That's great. I know a lot of people listening got some great information, and uh, I think we got everybody's questions fielded pretty good and everything. So uh, you know, I'll. I'll uh, I'll finish with this. I just want to let you guys know I'm going to throw my uh, my contact information in here. Don't be shy. You know, you guys, any anyone that's in this that's listening right now can can give me a shout out and uh, feel free to email me. My email is andrews at bendingbranches.com. A n d r e w s is in Sam at bendingbranches.com. Don't be shy. Uh, you guys ever want me to come back on? I'd be, I'd be more than happy to. Um, I'm, I'm a human. I'm just like you guys. So if you ever, uh, if you ever need, even just want to give me a shout out, send me some pics, whatever. You know, um, do what I can to uh, to give you some of my knowledge, and information I have coming from the uh, the manufacturer community. But uh, like I said, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, appreciate Absolutely. the product you guys are putting out. The uh, like I said before, the tide is rising, and uh, you guys are a big influencer on that on that momentum. And uh, from manu- manufacturer side, we really appreciate. it. All the enthusiasm you guys have, you make our job easy, and uh, we appreciate quite a bit. So, like I said, give me a shout-out if you have anything. Otherwise, uh, Alan, Chuck, Peppy, appreciate what you guys do. Really appreciate you having me on, and uh, it's a pleasure to work with you guys. No, thank you, man. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate all the thank support, you, man, you show us. And, uh, and yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's try and uh, make this not a – very very regular thing we want to definitely keep things kind of new and fresh and everything else but let's get you back on the show uh, as soon as something new breaks at uh at betting branches or heck man if you're ever just sitting around the house and on a monday night it's eight o'clock eastern time and you're you're thinking to yourself hey what should i do give us a shout man what are those, what, what are those guys doing I'd probably drink yeah beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there you Maybe. go but uh yeah, definitely guys, appreciate and, and, it man i'll uh i'll feel free to give you guys a shout in the future um like I said, appreciate all the uh, the comments and the feedbacks in the chat room, guys. I know you're not getting the uh, the love that uh, the the other three guys are getting, but I really appreciate uh, all your support. And uh, you know, I'm gonna throw my email here. Shoot, give me a shout out if you guys need anything. Otherwise, uh, like I said, appreciate what you do and uh, keep the ball rolling. Don't forget that shot Very paddle, good. man. The shot paddle is coming for the boondoggle. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Hey, all right, guys, have a good night. Man. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah, you Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That guy is solid. Wow. Very, very cool. Yep. Shot paddle. That's a game changer right there. <laughs> That's a tournament <laughs> paddle. That's a tournament paddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, dude. All right. Oh man, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm trying to picture it in my head what that paddle looks like with the shot glass on it. I'm like trying to gotta, picture it. It's probably it's got to be on the on the on the upstroke. It's got to be yeah. on the more out there it's, where it's probably it's probably uh, when you lay it flat, the blades are probably flat, and it probably has several shot glasses lined up along the actual uh, you know um, shaft of the paddle, and then. 
it would take yeah. probably several people to drink the shots off the paddle at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Yeah. What'd you guys That's do at awesome. the Boondoggle? I don't remember. We were taking shots off a paddle. <laughs> Every paddle, I got worse. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> That's so cool. Very good. Well, I don't know if everybody sees it. Andrew just put up all his information, email, phone number for the for the share the shop number and all that. So very cool. Very 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 cool yeah. down so there, guy. Yeah. Real quick, guys, it's Andrew S as in Sam at bendingbranches dot com. You can also contact him via uh, phone. It's seven one five seven five five three four zero. Missing a number. Looks three four zero, three four zero. Andrew, you can still hear. Yeah, you can still hear us, Andrew. Missing a number. Three four zero. Guess it. If you get him on the line, you're the big winner. There it is. Three there four is. zero five. So seven one five seven five five thirty four zero five. There you go. So any guys listening to the podcast or uh, listening to the show here, if you want to get involved in the. Uh, Benning Branch's family. Let me tell you, it's it's one of the uh, the best decisions I ever made as far as getting involved with a uh, a pro team. Um, they truly take really good care of you. And the fact that every so often they'll send you a box just randomly in the mail, and it's like, hey, try this out. Let us know what you think. And when you give them feedback, and they actually utilize the feedback to make the product better or change things to to suit a, a kayak fisherman's perspective. Uh, it goes a long way, man, in, in, in telling you for sure how that company works. And the fact that they're America, made in America. <laughs> right. That's right. And, uh, you can't go wrong there, man. And, of course, uh, you know, we've got we've got a lot of friends in this industry, man, that, that have definitely brought the, their companies to America or are keeping it here in America. So we definitely want to uh, give those guys some and, love for sure. Yep. And Andrew's one of those guys that, Whenever we have a charity tournament or anything like that, any type of tournament comes around, it, it, you could you could pretty much count on bending branches being right there as uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the sponsors uh, of that tournament. Yeah, even our uh, our demo day we did huge yeah. boxes of stuff, t-shirts and yep. hats and stickers and you know for a demo day. So yep, that's huge. You know he know he knows how to do it. Do yeah, an update, awesome, man. Good stuff. Well, listen. We, what we failed to do uh, in the beginning of the show, just because we had to kick it off kind of with a bang there, is uh, we didn't talk about our local events, things that are going on here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, let's jump right into that real fast, and uh, we'll end the show on that note. So um, real quick, for those of you that don't know, I've been contributing to the Fisherman's Journal a little bit here lately. I've been writing a couple articles as well as some of our other Space Coast Kayak Angler family members have uh, as well, um, Wade as you might have heard earlier in the show, is, is getting ready to do a product review on the DOA Airheads. Um, I'll be writing a review coming up in the next uh, edition of the uh, Fisherman's Journal about tackle webs. So, um, but our good friend Daryl Bars of the Fisherman's Journal is, is running a uh, contest right now. It's pretty easy to get into. You go to www.thefishermansjournal.com. Subscribe to the site. It takes two seconds to do so. Like their Facebook page and share this post. So share the post that uh, that you'll see there. And then uh, at each month, a subscriber will win a prize pack customized to their specific fishing needs. So let the games begin. So that's pretty cool. 
you're going to contact the guy. You're going to let him know that, you know, you're following him, whatever. You're going to share his post. And then next thing you know, you're going to be contacted that you're the winner. He's going to ask you a couple questions to figure out exactly what kind of fishing you'd like to do. And next thing you know, you've got yourself a customized uh, uh, prize pack that's going to work for your style of fishing, which is really cool, man. Because there's a lot of times when you win prizes, sometimes you end up like, well, I don't really know what to do with this. Or you're peppy and you sell everything. And then, <laughs> uh, you know. Which is cool because you know you made money, so that's that's, that's always a good thing. But uh, you know, you, you guys follow what I'm saying. So check out the Fisherman's Journal dot uh, com. It's a great online publication. I uh, appreciate Daryl Bars allowing me to do some writing for him. Um, always chock full of really good articles. If you guys have any content and anything like that you want to try and share, if you want to get any of your works published, uh, contact Daryl Bars. You can find him on Facebook at Daryl Bars. Uh, D-A-R-R-Y-L Bars, B-A-R-R-S and then, uh, or go to thefishermansjournal.com and uh, contact them that way. So yeah, awesome. And uh, I don't know when that ends. I don't think that there's an expiration per se. So, uh, you know, if there is, we'll we'll update it as we get it. But, so check that out. And then also too, it's almost here. The, uh, the Help Emily Stay in Her School, the um, Help Emily Now Tournament is coming up September the 14th, 2013. It will be held at Kayaks by Bow in Titusville, Florida, located at 410 South Hopkins Avenue in the historic district of downtown Titusville. And uh, I was hoping to have KBB Outfitters open in time for said tournament. It doesn't look like it's going to happen, but that's okay because uh, we will have even more space inside of the soon-to-be-opened, eventually, the uh, KBB Outfitters store. And uh, so that's where the kayak tournament will be held. There's uh, there's all kinds of good stuff going on the day of the event. Don't forget, there's uh, there's um, what is wrong with me today? There's raffles, there's silent auctions, there's just a ton of prizes. If you haven't seen the list of, of tournament sponsors, it's too long to list. Uh, everybody and anybody in this industry has donated something people outside this industry have donated something they got wine tasting and beer and it's crazy uh it's going to be a lot of fun um don't forget to go to helpemilynow.org you can check out the website on the website you'll see a toolbar it'll say home our family emily story tournament media donate and contact if you go to the tournament side of that page you'll be able to uh check out the rules and regulations and and all the sponsors. Uh, there's no entry fee for this tournament. Uh, however, donations are accepted for an entry fee. Uh, or if you want to just buy a bunch of raffle tickets when you get there, I assure you, you will probably end up buying raffle tickets whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, if it's like last year's tournament, then uh, let's see. You can also read about Emily's story, kind of catch up and see what she's been up to. But our friends, the Rouses, um, Austin and Becca are, are great people. And uh, again, as always, being a father of a child who has special needs, I feel for them in, 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 a, in a way that I don't think most people would even understand. So uh, definitely something that you need to make it to. If you can't come down here for it, at least donate something to the family to try and help them out. Uh, the, the expense of her school has gone through the roof over the last couple of years. So uh, it's really hard to keep her in those uh, important classes that she needs. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good stuff, man. It's good karma. So I know all three of us are planning on attending the uh, the event. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fish it because I think I'm going to have to help out around the shop. But um, it'll be definitely a good a good event to be had for sure. So you can wade fish, you can kayak fish, you can canoe, you can uh, whatever. But you can't. I, uh, you're not allowed to fish out of a power boat. So that's the one 
caveat there. You can't do that. So, um, but other than that, going back over to our boy, Mr. Alan Ryland. Yo. Tell us about the uh, the Cars Park tournament, brother. Yep, and I've got a I got an update too. So, yeah, it's going to be the uh, 2013 Cars Park Fall Redfish Classic Saturday, November 9th, with a captain's meeting on Friday, November 8th at 7 p.m. Uh, we have nailed down the tournament entry fee, which the registration is now open. By calling uh, Christina Bumgarner at the Cars Park office. If I can uh, fumble around on here, I can see if I can find the number for that. Yep, here it is right here. Um, Cars Park store number 321-867-7967. Call and ask for Christina. She can get you signed up. You can make your payment for the uh, tournament. Uh, we came up with a entry fee of $40 per angler, which is going to cover your tournament entry fee, the uh, the launch fee for Cars Park, which is 5 bucks. Um, everybody that registers, I'm sure Christine is going to ask your shirt size. We're going to have some tournament T-shirts made up with all the sponsors. And that $40 will also get you a catered Sonny's barbecue lunch the day of the, of the weigh-in at the tournament, uh, which is going to include pulled pork, chicken, uh, macaroni and cheese, probably some type of drink, whether it's sweet tea, unsweetened tea, whatever. Um, so we'll get a great Sunday's barbecue lunch out of it, and that's that's everything for uh, for forty bucks. And uh, I also put a post up looking at the uh, basing it on what we're going to have for uh, for entries um, with that forty dollars after we cover everything as far as the shirt, the lunch, whatever. Um, I think the figure we came up with is if we get a hundred anglers, the first pay, first place payout should be somewhere upwards or over seven hundred dollars. Nice. So whoever gets first place, uh, yeah, stands to get a check. You know, this is based on strictly based on numbers. If we get a hundred anglers that enter, um, that could be up to almost seven hundred dollars cash payout plus the prizes that we're getting lined up, and we've got some great sponsors lined up. So. Um, Coming right along, everything's uh, coming together. Don't forget that Cars Park does offer camping. You can get on the water, full hookup sites. Off the water, they got full hookup sites. They've got uh, the uh, uh, primitive camping. You know, if you just want to throw a tent up, you're not worried about water electric. I don't know if they're going to have the little uh, efficiency cottages done yet. They're still working on that. They're transforming their uh, their office now into some little efficiency type things building a new office. I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to be done by the tournament, but maybe. Um, but other than that, we always have a blast going out to Cars Park, whether it's a tournament or just fishing or hanging out. So should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Very cool. Very cool. Pepe, what else we got going on? Anything else that you might know of? Um, no, that's about it. we got things going on. Pretty much that. Um, Allen's Tournament, Boondoggle, that's Pretty much, you guys got it covered up. What's uh, any word on the uh, we, uh, Adventure got, Fishing World Championship? I haven't heard anything else. Um, just what we know, and it's going to be what last the last weekend in February or something or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's all we've heard so far. That's all I've heard from Woody. So really hasn't come out with anything else. I know it might be top and might be maxed out a hundred this year. I think they might max it out at 100 or something because of the permitting issues and stuff. So I don't know if that might be what they're working on. Right. So 
we got that. And then if other people want to know, um, just just something to throw out there. Um, come October, October and November, it'll be October and November for two months. Uh, Florida Sportsman is going to be running a two month tournament, an online tournament for anybody that wants to get into it. I think uh, Bob Brant Brantlett is the one running it, right? And yep, Anita Bob. Yep. Yeah, and it's twenty five dollars to get in or something like that, and it's for two months, and it's aggregate three or four fish tournament. You got to read the rules on it on on what it what it is, but you could actually win first prize. First prize, a native Slayer fourteen five is what it is. Nice. Um, they they have different categories, and there's a whole bunch of good prizes and stuff, nice prizes and everything like that. But you got to check it out. So if anybody wants to do an online tournament, there's one for you in October and November. So very, very that's cool. it. I'm, yep. You guys plan on doing any fishing this week or weekend? I should say. Uh, probably. Not sure. Where. I uh, yeah, I can fish Sunday. I cannot fish Saturday. Saturday, Diane's on call, so she's on call. I'm on call, so there's no. <laughs> I gotta take care of the kids. So. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely uh well that's cool man um hopefully we'll be able to get out and do some fishing together as a group it's always fun to fish with you guys and uh maybe chase after get with captain alex and find out where these giant schools of redfish are he's talking about we can maybe get after him and put double digit numbers in the boat so it'd be a lot of fun um lenny says he's going out tomorrow uh i don't like you um and uh what else <laughs> uh we haven't really given a lot of love to the folks in the chat room i know we've done a little bit of a long show tonight and i appreciate you guys staying with us um of course lenny from black dog custom rods is in there now uh ed from hell brand leather works who has created an awesome kayak fishing um fish bag which i will be uh doing a review on for uh, the Fisherman's Journal as well, eventually, and I would say put it through the test. And then we've got some guests there, the engineer, Kayak Fishing 2, Matt Giles, uh, non-pro staff Murdoch, Peppy, you're in the chat room, uh, Randy English, Randy the Rigger, and uh, <laughs> uh, we've got, let's see, Tammy's in there, uh, TFJ Mag is in there, uh, which I believe is our good boy, Daryl Bars, that makes sense. Uh, Tommy Head Jigs, and of course, Uno Moss, Mr. Andrew Mixon. Uh, definitely appreciate everybody tuning in. Share our show with uh, your friends, please. Do us a favor, copy our link and, and paste it to uh, paste it to your Facebook page. Um, we're doing our best that we can with uh, what we got work, what we got to work with, and uh, you know we'd like to see this get bigger and better, uh, as I'm sure you will too as well. Uh, tell your friends to call us in with a. Uh, Fisher Report, we give out some prize packs from time to time, so um, definitely worth it to do that. Don't forget also, too, guys, that we have the call-in number. So if you don't want to wait till the nighttime to give us a shout, you can call any time of the day. You could be on the water and give us a call. That would be pretty cool to get some on-the-water reports that are uh, that are put on the loop there for our, um, our apps, streaming live apps. So that would be really awesome. Uh, definitely don't forget, too, if you want to check out some awesome jigs. Check out Tommy Head Jigs. You want to check out some awesome custom-built rods. Check out our boy over there at Black Dog Custom Rods. And if you need any leather-type items, if you're it's coming close to an anniversary, a, a wedding, uh, a birthday, or coming near time for Christmas, 
Don't forget to check out our boy over there at Hellbrand Leatherworks. Ed does some amazing work with leather uh, products. So uh, he's, 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 it's not your traditional leather uh, product maker. It's not like you're not going to go to Ed and have him make you a, a biker vest. <laughs> he's going to make you a, a purse or a handbag, a man bag, if you will. He'll make you gun holsters. He'll make you uh, pretty much everything you could think of. Heck, he'd probably make you a biker vest if you really want one. Um, but, uh, yeah, check him out, man. It's pretty awesome. And then, uh, what's that? Just hoping the hook Chuck lost was not. No, it was definitely not a jig. It wasn't the, the original jig I've been fishing with. I promise you. It's uh, That one actually has been retired. It's sitting on the dashboard of my truck. But, uh Yes, I bet you, Tammy. If you ask Ed, he will he will make you a pink purse out of like pink alligator skin or something crazy. But anyhow, I digress. Listen, folks, again, uh, thank you very much for tuning into the show. Um, Alan, go ahead and give us uh, your rundown of your sponsors and any last thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Hey, real quick, um, Daryl, uh, just so you know, um, uh, I can't even find it in the chat room. The uh, magazine um i've got your uh info coming for the tournament november tfj mag i is i have not forgot about you so that is coming I'm, i apologize i haven't got it to you any quicker but uh yeah just real quick my sponsors uh, of course how can i not mention them first bending branches aquabound mr andrew stern um kites by bow harry goods outdoor shop red zone apparel temple fork outfitter jackson kayaks uh, Yak Gear and Mr. Chris Sensi with Slayer Inkluer Company. Peppy. Yes, sir. Let me start out by thanking Aquabound, uh, Benny Branches, Andrew Stern. Thank you very much for being on the show. Native Watercraft, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop, Slayer Ink Lures, Orca Coolers, Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear, Yak Attack, Pack Webs, Kayaks by Bow, Fishing Florida Radio, Black Dog Custom Rods, and Tailing Toads. I feel so inadequate now. <laughs> Betty Branches Paddles, of course, once again, uh, I'd like to thank Andrew Stern for being a guest on the show tonight. Andrew is the man. Contact Andrew for all of your questions that may be concerning of the Betty Branches Aquabound Paddles uh, line of paddles. Uh, Hobie Kayaks, Orca Coolers, Built in America, 100% American made, always has been, always will be. Tackle Webs, Captain Mike Ortego, clear your deck for battle. Check them out, tacklewebs.com. Railblazer, Yak Gear. Uh, Ego Nets, ENO, Slayer Inc. Lures, Mr. Chris Sensi, the crazy one up there in Jacksonville. Uh, appreciate all the support you show us, brother. And of course, Kayaks by Bow and KBB Outfitters soon to come. We may or may not have some pretty cool swag to go around coming, uh, the boondoggle coming that will be representative of our show. So keep an ear out for that. I'm working on some cool things that we may try and do. Um, and with that being said, we're out. Folks, I appreciate it, and uh, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna get out of here with the uh, fishing report promo and then our exit music. But gentlemen, appreciate you as always being a part of, of the show here. Uh, it, it what a great move, man! I'm I'm thrilled you guys decided to, to help join me here. So thank you very much, each one of you. No thank problem, you, buddy. Great. All right, cool. Night. And with that and with that being said, good night. Take kid fishing. Kiss your children. Good night. God bless. And uh, have a happy week paddling. See ya. Welcome to KayakFishingRadio.com.
submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app, please follow these steps. Step 1. Create a Skype account. Step 2. Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3. Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. That's 404-890-5232. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. 